This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Hello and welcome to Line Dance Podcast. What is your name? Uh, my name is Bradley Mather. And what would you say is your primary role in the line dance community? Uh, at the moment it would be social dancer and new choreographer. Mm. What have you choreographed that we might recognize? Uh, my heart is in Havana and maybe click, click, click. Mm. Now this past year has been very exciting for you in the world of choreography. What, uh, what have been the recent happenings in your life in that field? Uh, just last night, it was announced that I was the USLDCC overall champion, so that's very exciting. Mm. Oh yes, we are here at the uh, the close of the Boston Line Dance Showdown, where the USLDCC finals were held. A lot of folks, just to give folks a uh, context um, on the the sounds in the room, we just danced the floor away, so folks are saying goodbye and see you at next event, things like that. So you won with uh, with what dance did you did you take it home? Put the gun down mm. to a ZZ Ward song of the same name. Mm-hmm. And uh, count-wise, walls, uh, tags, restarts, all that. How would you break that down? Uh, it's an intermediate dance, 32 counts, four walls, a couple restarts, but you can hear them in the music. Okay. Now, for for dances that you put together, clearly you seem to have a knack for it uh, to have done as well as you have uh, in in these competitions. What is your process like from inception of the idea, maybe first time you hear the song, to deciding you have a finished product what does that process look like for you i would say the most difficult part is the beginning trying to find a song that i really like and that i think would be good to write a dance to it has to have something dynamic in it something that i can hit consistently on multiple walls and i really just listen to the music over and over again until i find a few things that i really like in there that i want to hit and what was it and put the gun down that uh, spoke to you uh, there were a few parts in the song that were uh, very syncopated and then uh, some holds in there right after the syncopation and I thought that I could do something dynamic with that and I guess I did maybe, who knows. Okay. And uh, about how long does it take you to to start putting moves together to the end of uh, the, the dance? Is it a quick process for you or do you review over the course of months? It depends on how big the dance is going to be. If it's going to be 32 counts, it's usually an hour or two. If it's going to be 128 counts, you know, a day or two. Mm. Where do you find this music? Do you just uh, search Spotify? Do people send songs to you? I dance all the time, almost seven days a week, usually sometimes seven days a week. So I'm listening to music all the time. I hear music when I go out, on the radio, Just music is always around me and I'm always have an ear out for what might be a good dance. Now you mentioned that you dance all the time. Apparently you are involved in fields of dance I was completely unaware of. Uh, You participated in the showdown portion of the showdown event and demonstrated several different styles of dance. What are your other dance fields of, uh, of recent expertise? So I started with line dancing. Mm -hmm. In 2014, I added West Coast Swing, Salsa, all 19 styles of ballroom dance. Uh, Later on, added some hustle, merengue, bachata, some of those Latin dances. I more recently started in around January, starting uh, UCWDC country competitions that adds triple two-step, two-step, nightclub two-step. So... A lot of different dances. Now, your arm technique, among you know, your posture, so many things about the way you move just seem impeccable, like flawless. And I'm Thank wondering, you. what is it that you practice that keeps all of that looking on point? 
So my main style of dance that I do during the week is Latin, international Latin ballroom. And my coach is very much all about how the body fits together and energy flow through the body. So we spend several hours every week working on how does this bone and muscle need to be aligned to make this line anatomically correct. You mentioned starting in line dance in 2014, which to me seems very recent. Has uh, I started other styles of dance. Oh, other styles. Okay, so how long have you been uh, dancing and how long have you been line dancing? I started line dancing at the age of nine, and that was my first style of dance. Ah, well, okay, that explains some of it. <laughs> how was it uh, brought to you? My mother and my grandmother and my stepfather and several members of my family started line dancing, I think, in 1994. So a couple years before I was born. Um, And I was kind of just brought up being around it. My grandmother started a social in the Orlando area. And I was serving soft drinks at the counter. Just kind of sitting watching for a couple years. And then eventually I saw one dance and said, that looks kind of cool. Maybe I would want to try that sometime. Hmm. Do you remember which one it was? It was Cute, Cute, Cute by Kathy G. Interesting. I don't know if I've seen that one before. Are there others that you would recommend, uh, maybe from your area, that we might not have heard about before? Uh, That was a long time ago. (laughs) I'm located in Boston now. I'm not in Orlando. So I haven't actually consistently been to a line dance class in about four years. Wow. Where do you uh, discover new dances? Just kind of keep an eye on the events? Yeah, I look at what's being taught at events, and I see what's popular on the surveys, and in general, what the community is liking at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and every, every new teach and every new learn is a real time investment, depending on the complexity of the dance. What is it that typically sells you on a dance? Is it like a, a style of music, choreographer, speed? Honestly, I don't... I look for choreographers that I recognize, but I tend to watch the videos, demo videos of the dance, and see what it looks like to music how different people might style it, what I think the dance really is at its core, Mm. and then I go from there and decide if I want to invest my time in learning it. Mm. I'm also curious, how does one go about matching the emotions that are associated with certain movements with a song? So like if a song has a kind of mood and a person just put any old kickball change, etc., uh, into it, it might not capture that. But your dances seem popular for how they make you feel when you're dancing. I mean, my heart is in Havana, for example. A lot of people, when we were doing Dancing the Floorway, a lot of people were out there for that one. So something about those movements seems to speak to them. How do you find the movements that match just what the song is trying to tell you? So I do have a lot of experience with other styles of dance, so when I hear music I can tell what styles of dance would most likely be danced to that piece of music, mm-hmm. and I can pull from techniques from that dance. So My Heart is in Havana, it's a cha-cha, mm-hmm. so it wants to be sharp and staccato, maybe have a few moments in there that are a little slow and drawn out, but then go back to those sharp movements. Oh, it's interesting, it almost sounds like wine tasting when you have like certain notes in yes, the wine. What would you say would characterize the other forms of dance as somebody who has not uh, had as much experience in, in the world of ballroom? Um, an easy example would be a waltz. The mood of a waltz is generally described as sad. You could have some happy waltzes, but generally sad, and it's going to have lots of rise and fall and slow movements, and everything is going to be very rounded mm. versus being sharp and staccato like a cha-cha. Mm-hmm. 
And what is a foxtrot? I have no idea. I've heard it. I've heard the word before, but I'm not really sure what what rhythm it is or anything like that. Uh, foxtrot is a dance to swing music. Oh, okay. All right. So it's if you don't do ballroom, it's a little hard to explain, but it's a traveling dance. So it travels around the floor. It does have a swung beat in the music. Mm-hmm. Um, the standard rhythm is slow, slow, quick, quick mm-hmm. for the American style. Now, in the community, would you say that you have influences or role models as far as uh, choreography and teaching style, or do you really just develop that relationship directly with the music? I would say it's a combination of both. Mm. I look at a lot of the big-name choreographers, a lot of the instructors that were here at this event, the instructors that get invited all over the world. Obviously, they're very popular. They're very talented. Many of them have world titles. They're very good at what they do. So I do draw from what they do. I look at how they interpret music. But I like to draw from my own experience and how it makes me feel how I would want to move to the music when I'm choreographing generally. How would you say that line dance has changed you as a person? I would say that since line dance is so variable in the way that you can dance one step to 20 different songs it would be completely different you could interpret it totally differently so I think it's given me a lot of room for expression and a lot of room to explore how I would interpret music versus doing ballroom there's only a couple types of cha-chas and you're going to do cha-cha pretty much the same way to every song Hmm. now as a, a young rising choreographer in this world I'm sure you see how there are these these young folks who are you know taking the reins and and uh, moving moving their way up through uh, you know like Shane has competed uh, in UCWDC and Roy has been all over around the world and these are folks just in their 20s and 30s you know a lot of people think of line dance they think that you know back in the 90s and and you know boot scoot and boogie etc. Uh, what is it that you see? in the future of line dance, particularly with the new styles we're starting to see uh, brought out by folks like Shane Roy, uh, Rebecca Lee, uh, Fred Whitehouse, Darren Bailey, Amy Glass, or now Amy Bailey, uh, John O'Lieberman, Carrie Mouse, all these new folks that we're seeing. What, what do you see in the future of line dance, or what would you hope to see? What I think is coming, and I think it's already starting to happen, mm-hmm. is I think the average line dancer is going to be much more well-rounded, have been exposed to a lot of different styles of dance. We have a lot more influence of hip-hop styles, and we have a lot more influence of contemporary styles, and I think it's just going to make the average line dancer more well-rounded, give them more experience with all these different types of dance that there are that they wouldn't normally do if we did rocks and shuffles and triples and boot scoot and boogie. Now, I'm also curious, what would you hope to offer as the individual that you are. Like, everybody, it seems, has some, some specialty uh, that, that they really excel at uh, in their choreography and for some, you know, just the, the style of teaching that they use uh, to get certain movements across. Is there something that you find to be your, uniquely the Bradley style? so to speak, or any feedback that you've gotten about your, your teaches and your dances, or is that something that you are still developing and working on creating? I think everyone is always constantly redeveloping themselves, redefining themselves. I think right now my biggest and most consistent feedback is that in my choreography it always hits things in the music. I try and 
find little things in the music to hit in my choreography that most people or some people wouldn't hear right away Mm -hmm. but as you listen to the song you might hear later on so it's a little deeper Mm. at least I try to I don't know if it happens Mm. interesting yeah, I've seen Roy when he when he dances some dances, you know, he'll do this little boop with his finger. I'm like, what was he booping? So then, like later on, when that thing comes back around, he'll boop. I'm like, there was a horn back there. I didn't even hear that. Somewhere it was in the band. But uh, yeah, like it, it's giving that deep uh, analysis and uh, and attention to everything within a song that can make the the experience richer. And it's it's really refreshing to have people choreograph to those subtle nuances to, to draw those out. Again, kind of like you. wine. Oh, you're welcome. Um, so if people wanted to contact you, if they had any follow-up questions for you, what would be the best way that somebody could contact you? Maybe through email or whatnot. Probably email, mm-hmm. uh, which is bradleylinedancer at gmail.com. Okay, bradleylinedancer at gmail.com. And sending it back out there to the people, is there any message that you would like to convey? Like if you had... Um, a platform on which, like for example, we're standing right next to the stage. If you could stand up on this stage and every line dancer in the world were out there on the floor, what is something that you would want to deliver to all of them to think about, to try at home, to change in their own lives? Uh, what's something that you would want them all just to have in, the, in their minds somewhere? I think a lot of times something that line dancers specifically are missing compared to other dancers is they don't have a goal in mind. I would love it if more people had a goal in mind. I would like to see people push themselves more. It doesn't matter what your goal is. If you want to, if you're newer and you say, I really want to learn, my goal is to learn an advanced dance and be able to dance it on my own. It's going to take work if you're not there yet, but I would love to see people have a goal and work towards it. If it's, I want to have better technique in this style of dance, if I want to get better at hip hop, work at it. Mm. Okay. And uh, I'm curious also, and maybe this is kind of a two-part question. One, are there any classics that you've seen maybe dance late at night when Louis and JP are whipping out all, all the, the really interesting music that you know, maybe people haven't heard before except for like a select few? Are there any classics that you would like to see revived, maybe brought back to the forefront? And then uh, following that, is there one dance that you would recommend everyone learn right now? I would say that two of the classics, one of them is a little more obscure. It's Blown Away by, uh, oh gosh. Is the song uh, Blown Away by Carrie Underwood? No, it's not. Oh, interesting. Um, It's a Missy Elliott song, Lick Shots. Wow. All right. Uh, Dan McInerney is choreographer for that one. Um, It's a little more obscure. A lot of people haven't seen it. It was a great dance. I was really sad when people stopped dancing at late night. Mm. The next one is... uh, Debbie, I guess now Rushton, mm. uh, her Behind the Glass, fabulous dance. I think we should all bring it back. Hmm. Miss Dancing at Late Night, it happens, but sometimes it's not pretty. Mm. <laughs> and the one dance I want, or I would like to see everyone dancing right now, that's a tough question. Mm. I don't know, a lot of these dancers know a lot of dances that I don't know because I haven't been going to classes as much recently. Mm. I don't know. I guess just maybe everyone make it their goal to learn an extra dance this week or something. Okay. All right. Yeah, that works. I know that some folks have said, like, have fun, go mad, just because it's always played, so you got to learn it eventually. Some people have said dizzy because you can do it in the country bars or on the circuit. Uh, yeah, as long as people are learning a dance, that's, that's yeah. important. You know, always learning, always growing. Yeah. You're never done learning. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, 
Thank you so much for taking the time and, uh, and chatting with me here about Lion Dance on Lion Dance Podcast at right. Boston Lion Dance Showdown. Thanks for having me. I'll see you on the dance floor. Yes.